Business is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, hello, everyone. I have actually, we had done a lot of pre-recordings because I was going to be away for a couple of weeks. The first week was um, off with our annual Publishing at Sea cruise, 37 fabulous authors, learning and playing, and we got so much covered. It was amazing. What was way fun, which is going to be the topic of what I wanted to really probe into today, is you know, how do you max a book signing? Um, and how can you translate it also to a trade show, which I have all I did back to back. A book signing, uh, that, which I've done many times in traditional bookstores myself and work with clients. And I'm going to give you something that I'm going to be doing actually this weekend. Um, and I am going to be the book girl for one of my clients who has a sold out event with over 550 people. Her book is not done yet. We are still doing the massive rewrites on it. But we do have a fine job on the first few chapters. And what we have done is we are going to be doing pitching and I project that we will sell pre-copies to at least half the crowd. But I'm gonna come back and talk to you about that um, as the show progresses today. What I do want to just refer back to is the Publishing at Sea, we did an event on board um, with the cruise line, this is the second year I've done it. We sold 160 books um, amongst our. Oh, there would there was roughly 12 authors of the 37 who had books in hand, who you know who had them available, and we didn't care what kind of books they were. They could be kiddo books, they could be you know uh, academic type books. It didn't matter. Everybody sold books. Many of the authors sold everything out. And one of my favorite things is Rox Berkey has her Enigma series, of which there are now eight of these uh, uh, action, there's a thriller type books that one guy bought one of them, uh, one passenger, and he came back the next day. We had two days of book signing and came back the next day and he said, I like the first chapter so much in the book I bought, I want to buy all eight of them. How cool is that? Wouldn't you love? Love, love to have that. So that was that, the first week. Um, a series of events we do, and, and I will tell you, we'd love to have you come. Next year's event is going to be January 13th. And if any of you are interested in finding out about it, on the information will start being posted pretty quickly on the publishingatsea.com uh, website, or you can just email me, Judith at com to get more information. But the date is January 13th, is a full week when we are at sea. You work with me and my faculty, and when we are in port, which will be St. Martin and Haiti and San Juan uh, next year, that you go play. 
But with that said, that was the first week. The second week, I stayed on. All my authors went back to do what they do. I stayed on because I had a job to do. I had intentionally planned on really, really hankering down and doing the entire draft of my next book. I had been diddling with it a little bit. This book is called How to Write a Million Dollar Speech. And I, by the time I left, I had 24 chapters done. Now, I've been writing for a while. This is book number 36. So I'm not, you know, I'm not a rough writer. And I can go from in my first draft, I probably, it, what you would call draft eight. And it was strong enough that by the time I, from Sunday to Sunday, um, I really, as I said, I became what I call myopically focused, just myopically focused. And I had a job to do, and it was to do this book. And so what I did is I just really, really shut out everything. I had my, my author crime tape up author at work do not cross it was on my doors my attendant knew what what we were doing and I only allowed myself out of my cabin and I had a lovely cabin room and a balcony um, and between the balcony and cabin I only went out three times a day one at seven in the morning where I would slip out and get you know several cups of hot tea and bring it back to my room and some granola um, for breakfast and, and for my, my spouse John and I would go out at lunchtime, and I would be looking for a salad and a sandwich possibility and bring it back. And then at 7 o'clock at night, I was allowed to have dinner. And that was it. No shows, no entertainment, no nothing. I had a mission to accomplish. And we did do it. And it was, you know, heavy duty. Um, I'm really tickled pink with the book. I love it. I love the endorsements coming in. I read that forward is fabulous. Um, and we have, uh, before I walked off that ship on the following Sunday morning, I emailed 24 chapters to my editor and said, it is your turn. And uh, by the end of the week, I had them back and we moved to layout. So uh, and you can do it. I teach a class on how to write a book in a month. And it requires you to be really organized. I can just say that. You've got to be organized in this process. And, of course, I, the topic, I have been speaking on the international platform for over 30 years, so I certainly knew it. But there was an organization had to be done, and I had to pull my tips. Um, and as my husband said, you really, you sure you really want to reveal all this? Of course, the goal is for you to be successful and for you to be able to match what I've done in selling over a million copies of books, you know, creating over $2 million in sales and creating $3 million in speaking fees. That's what it's about, to show you the roadmap to make it happen, which I think is very cool. So that was my game plan. That's what I did on my vacation. I wrote another book um, and put it together. So what I wanted to do, now I'm going to loop back to talking about some of these tips that I've discovered that really make um, book signing work and they're successful. And I had two events, as I shared with you. One was on board recently. And then the following weekend, I was at the American Library Association, their annual midwinter meeting. It happened to be in my home base at Denver, Colorado. 
So we thought it would make sense, and we gathered up several of our authors. I committed to four days of my time to pitching on their behalf. And, uh, and, and so we had a rack. We had all the displays. The authors who were in town here with me, they were invited to do book signings um, with the authors. And I'm tickled pink to say everybody sold out of all their books. And, and, and make the connections. And we made a special midwinter catalog that we are, we, I waited, um, and they're gonna go out this week. I waited a full week after they all got back because I don't know if you're like me, but when I come back by, from any kind of event, if I've been away from the office, what I don't need is a boatload of more because they're gonna be there anyway of emails I have to filter through. I'd rather wait a few days a week before I start doing that um, overall follow-up. So that's that's where I was and, and did that, and it was very successful, but we've made a decision not to do it again, at least not at the American Library Association. So tip number one is you've got to assess whatever your situation is and make sure you're at the right place at the right time with the right product. Now, we had the right products, and certainly the timing was good, but it wasn't fully 100% the right place. Now you're saying, wait a sec, it was the American Library Association, the Bidwitter meeting. Got it. But there is a huge amount of people who attend that event, which I was not clued into, or, or, and or I forgot, um, that had, uh, were from the academic environment. That's not our authors. We're not academic writers. We're not university writers. We're consumer public writers. Where we belong is at the Public Library Association meeting. So we got out our calendars. We tracked down when their meeting is, which will be in Nashville. They have one in, uh, in March in Pennsylvania. That's way too soon to try to plan what, what we like to do on the scale we do. But, Mar but next, uh, next year or after the next year, because they only do it every other year. So in 2020, we and our authors will be in Nashville putting that together and having that. So that will work um, for us and doing that. And there we know it's 100% of the fit, 100% of the fit. And that's what, you're, that's what you're after. You wanna make sure that you're at the right place, the right time with the right product. So our product was good, um, the timing was just fine, but we could have been in a just a little bit better place. So that's what we were all about, all right? So that's what we were all about. So number one, make sure that you really know where you are and where you're going. Now, one of the things that I did do at this event is, because I had a bunch of books. I had about 40 books here, and I really didn't want to lug them back out of this huge, I'm talking about a humongous um, convention hall. So we gathered up. And here was another interesting thing. We had created a nifty lead page. People could put in their name and their email, and then we would send them our PDF catalog and all that. Well, you know, Wi-Fi doesn't always work perfectly well. And it kept twirling. I'd have to go out, come back in, and that was a pain in the neck. And I just got out the old-fashioned, and this is where the old-fashioned face-to-face works every time. And eyeball contact. I could talk with them a little bit. I could get their name. I, if, if one of my authors was signing, I notated what book was being signed, and I knew what they were getting. And I took their email down. 
and I collected over 250 names. So one-on-one -on -one connection, I did it the old-fashioned way, and you know, it worked. It worked. So never, you know, it, it, electronics are just, I think, the hot patootie, but sometimes we've got to do a reversion and go back. All right, so tip number one, right place, right time, right product. We're going to be right back. We're going to come. I have 10 more tips for you. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create develop and publish your book without being good if you already have a book out You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has possessed punch and panache author you is for you if you're a hobbyist or a casual author it's not join author you today through its website at authoru.org. follow author you on twitter at author you and on facebook at author you where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily author you where the author goes to become seriously successful Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Today on Author You, your guide to book publishing, we're talking about book signings and trade shows. There's a little bit difference between the two. Book signings is all about you. Trade shows is you are in the midst of a lot of other things. 
So you have to figure out how do you get the attention in a trade show of people going by? Well, I'm going to tell you the first thing is you don't sit at a table. Get up. Greet. Meet. Be colorful. One of my authors has, uh, Susan Plank, has a wonderful book called Piping Hot. She has traveled all over the world playing her bagpipes um, in, in all types of get-ups. I told Susan, bring, first of all, wear your piping hot get-up. I want you to come in, you know, the, your plaids and everything else. But I also want you to bring your bagpipe. And I know we can't get away with it for long. But there's no reason why you can't do, a, 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 you know, a little bit of playing on the bagpipe. Number one, no one else will be doing it, too. It will, everyone will stop and it will get their attention. Just a few seconds, and that's what we did. And people came from all over that hall to find out where the bagpipe was. Um, her books disappeared very quickly. So... Do something that makes you stand out. When you're doing a regular book signing, whether it's at a bookstore, people are, are there or they get drawn to see you, or and or um, they, they are in a private home, and then it's really, you're the star, and it's all about you, and it's much easier to be the standout. But stand up. Be colorful. Interact. Make it personal. Um, and, and with that said, I also, this is my, here's my next tip here. But I guess that is a tip, so we'll go to the next tip. The next tip is, you know what? If you're bringing the books, don't bring too little. It's always better to have too much. You can tuck them, you know, in a box underneath a, a, a table. Um, I always have tablecloths with me so I can hide things my own. I know in, a, in event centers they often also have their own. But, you know, what about your branding? Have you thought about making a banner or a branding or something with your book cover on it? Um, so, you know, maybe your name, if you've got a, a tagline, which I would encourage you to do, how about putting that under it? So, you know, we had decorated um, ourselves all up, and I also had created, um, and I do this for all my books, a big foam board. Now, uh, um, I go to FedEx, you can go to Staples, you can go to Office, um, uh, uh, Office Depot to do them. Um, any anyone who does that kind of printing can make foam boards, and I always think it's a good to have you know the you know eight by eleven size or whatever. They have all these multiple sizes. Get a big one too, a big easel side that would sit on an easel, and we were able to put these tippy top high on the top of a rack that we had with all the other books underneath it, you know, on different rows. And also, we could put them down um, next to a table. We could do them against, um, you know, our table. Uh, if there was another table that the author was sitting at as they were signing, um, do that. And, and then make a suggestion. If, if you go on to something like Amazon, um, here's, here's something I've learned in a trade show. It costs a, you need a mini fortune to rent chairs and things like that. You know what? I haul in a card table chair. I have comfortable card table chairs. I haul one in. Secondly, that you can get um, through Amazon for like 60 bucks, you can get a bar top uh, little cocktail, but bar size level uh, cocktail table um, for like $60. And it comes covered, literally. And it's really professional looking, and you can just prop that up. Then when people come, you are, and I have a bar stool, 
that that you people come and you are eyeball to eyeball with them at their standing level because they're going to be standing they're going to be walking that's what you want eyeball to eyeball so if you're doing a trade show or anything that if it's going to force you to sit here's what's going to happen if you have to sit and sign they're going to see just the top of your head and then your neck's going up and down and up and down you really want to be eyeball to eyeball with them so don't bring too little and make sure that you're seated appropriately so you can have that eyeball interactive um, connection um, with that we had a couple of individuals that are book signing at the american library that only you know they bought like 14 16 books and i had given them an hour to 90 minutes for signing time and interacting they were gone in less than 20 minutes so bring more than enough you can always take them out all right the next thing is to uh, tip here is to really learn to speak up if you've got a soft voice well okay but you need to micro you micro it out and so that interviewing um, you've got to learn to do projection and get it out there so learn to use your outside voice and not your inside voice when you're talking because you're competing with a lot of noise a lot of times in events and activities and you really want to be heard so that's my next tip now at a trade show or some some centers especially if there's any uh, union affiliation they will come down and slam on wheels like carts coming in um, that's their job is to move the carts in my tip here is a suitcase I literally empty one of my big suitcases well it's empty if it's in the closet and I can fill 60 a good 60 books in a suitcase and just wheel that baby in it's not a cart it's a suitcase and um, and no one blinks an eye so you got to make it easy for you you don't want to break your back here um, and look, look at lugging this stuff around and I'm someone who had to have a short shoulder replaced from all the hauling of books that I carried all over before wheelies came into play and <clears throat> a really uh, uh, if you want a smaller version years and years ago I was at one of the American Library meetings and this woman came down the aisle and I and boy what she was pulling behind her caught my eye that I literally told you know there's someone else in the booth and I said I will be back and I don't know how long but just I'm gonna be back because I need to find out where she got what she is pulling and I followed her all the way out uh, to the street uh, before I could get her attention and found out that she had this this uh, kind of a wheelie um, but it was a skinny guy and that it could easily because I was on airplanes all the time it could easily fit and travel up and down an airplane aisle without ever budding or bumping either aisle seat I don't care how long skinny they get them and and um, where you know wheelies a lot of them are a little too wide and I could you know lift it up and put it in the overhead bin and I could really load that baby up and here was the cool thing that if it was totally empty it would collapse but the frame was so strong that it took the place of any smart cart 
when I was off a plane and I could put a hundred pounds boxes of books on top of it and wheel it. Very cool. So you start learning these little tricks. So uh, think about what you can do. And, and by the way, that suitcase was called, made by a company by the name of Tuto, T-U-T-T-O, Tuto. It was a godsend for many, many years. And we replaced them when we wore them out, and we did. But they lasted a long, long time. All right, next up, <clears throat> think about this. Books are marketing. When you sell them, when you give them away, think marketing. Now, I have postcards that I create for each one of my books. And for the library gig, I actually had one that was designed to be mailed to libraries to interested in have the ISBNs on them. It said where the distributor was, etc. how to get the book to bring in and who it's for and what the kudo was uh, that went with it. I would take, because I have a lot of books, I actually, every one, and I, I pushed out 150 books when it was my turn to do the signing, that um, I put in a packet inside the book of all the cards of my other books. So not only are they walking away, and the book I gave away was um, How to Avoid 101 Book Publishing Blunders, Bloopers, and Boo-Boos, the book I gave away carried the cards for Snappy Sassy Salty, Wise Words for Authors and Writers, it came, carried away the card for the crowdfunding guide for authors and writers, and it had the card for um, Author You, Creating and Building Your Author and Book Platforms, and another one of book my company published for an author, The Alphabet Menagerie. So all that went out. So think, you know, whether you make bookmarks or I, I'm, a, I'm a huge postcard fanatic um, and, and doing that. But think of those things. You are marketing, marketing, marketing. When you sell them, that's a plus, then you encourage them to put up a review. And two, when you give them away. And you should be prepared, please, please be prepared to be giving books away. Um, and what you need to also understand is you need the pitch. Now, because we had all those academic librarians at the trade show for the American Library Association, when people approached our little table, <coughs> excuse me, I would say, do you have adults that come into your libraries? And they're looking like me, well, yes. And I said, do you know that 80% of the population thinks they have a book in them? And, and you know, and they kind of look at me again. It's kind of like, okay. And, and truth be told, roughly 90% of them maybe shouldn't be published in the book they think they have. And I said, this book, How to Avoid 101 Book Publishing Blunders, Bloopers, and Boo-Boos, will show them the mistakes they avoid. And they just gave me their hand and said, I need this book in our library. And with that, we're going to come back and we'll give you more tips, starting with how you should do the signing. It's author you, your guide to book publishing. is 
your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need. Need to maximize your book's potential, color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602 866 1106 Design. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Riles. You know, one other thing I wanted to add on that whenever you give someone a book, ask them, 
ask them to please post an honest review on Amazon and or Goodreads. And at the same time, here's the other thing, and this is why I shared at the beginning of the show, I was collecting everyone's emails who took books that I think it's really important for you to make sure you do a follow-up. Thanking them for, for attending um, and reminding them once again to post a review with a link over to where you want them to post it, whether it's Amazon as well as Goodreads. And the other thing is what I would suggest you do is you go over to, I use bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y. You can use tinyurl, uh, uh, tinyurl, and there's other shorteners out there. But I would do a customized shortener. For example, for my book, for the... Uh, the Amazon page for the new book that's up now for pre-buying that um, on the speaking book, How to Create a Million Dollar Speech. If you look at the, uh, the link, I, I don't know how many characters, I've never counted them, but there's a boatload of them in there. When I go over to Bitly, it shortens it down to, about, you know, about 14. And then I have the option of reshortening it again to something that might be customized to the theme. And for me, we were able to shorten it down. So it was a B, you know, an HTTP colon forward slash forward slash bit.ly um, forward slash 1 million, 1 speech. And that would take, if you, if you had that, you clicked on it, it would take people directly to the Amazon page where I wanted the buys to go in. So those little tricks will make your life easier and shorten it up and more memorable. And this is what I'm talking about. It's important to be memorable. So collect collect names wherever you are. Have a pad. You know, I, I just have a clipboard. And I have whatever book I'm working on, the picture of the book is on it. And I also have this little tidbit in there. I said, you know, that at the very top of it, you will be um, added to my preferred emailing list. When they sign it, by signing that, that's up there, they have given the opt-in. Much easier. All right, so that little trick. All right, so let's move on here. Um, come up with the uh, uh, some kind of a uh, signing and a, a pre-signing to your books. This is, this is always important. Um, and when someone asks me, should I pre-sign my book? Number one, they don't think about it. And then when they hear me say, well, should I really pre-sign? The answer is yes, yes, and a huge yes. That when you have a lot of people around you, um, and especially if you're writing something besides just your name, at your head's down further, there's less contact, the line builds up if, there, if you have a line growing here. And what you want to do is come up for... Let's say it's your first book, whatever the theme is, come up with a, you know, a little go to it or whatever it is, the line you have. You can pre-sign all of that and you can uh, have your name in there. On top of this, on, on, on top of this, that you want to make sure that you select a pen um, and you buy a boatload of the same pens so you are consistent because you don't want to sign in two colors unless you're going to do a whole bunch. You're do, doing a rainbow thing. But what you want to do is to make it consistent, easy. So all you have to do is add their name. And it gives you 
multiple seconds to interact with them. Um, I know that when I would get to any event that we, you know, that I was speaking at, and we had boxes of books, that I would have a quiet time, I would get a cup of tea, and I would just sit there and sign away, and we would start building our stacks, because we were like a little mini store, and they were all pre-signed. So if by chance I wasn't at the booth when they came by to get a book, and, and John, um, hubby John, who handled it when, uh, when I traveled for speaking gigs, that they would be able to have a book that's signed. Their name's just done in it. And, and John would often say, you know, Judas will be back in about 10 minutes. And then, you know, come on back and have her add your name to it. And often they did, but, you know, sometimes they didn't. And usually I did all I could to stay around our book table during this time. But the, the point here is pre-sign your books. Um, and when you're dealing with signing 20, 30, 40, um, well, I, I've had people, you know, that I had a, a big signing coming up here um, uh, for a client up in Washington in two months. And she could easily move out three, four hundred books. So she will have all those pre-signed um, when she is there. So that tip. All right, I mentioned the gimmicks. I mentioned Susan Plank and the author of Piping Hot, which is her memoir um, of life on the road with her bagpipes. And it was a gigantic magnet. What can you create for a magnet for you? And wouldn't that be cool? All right. Now, if you're at an event in a trade show, we've gone over several things. How about, though, here's another one. And I want you to take a break from wherever you are. Um, and usually there's two of you on that, or you do it early on, or you do it late, and you walk it. Walk the entire trade show. Why are you going to do that? Aha, here is why. You are looking for connections. You are looking for potential sponsors. Now, how cool is that? You're looking for potential sponsors. And you know, if you're you're at the same trade show. There's obviously a commonality between the two of you. What do you think? What do you think? This might just be the perfect, perfect thing for you. So you want to go in there and really put it together um, and just see. And you talk with them. And you take cards and you let them know what you're looking for. What other events do they go to? You, you can start really pulling some information about their demographics. Do they do any sponsoring? You can you can be as bold and ask that. Um, I know that when I did a lot of work in the healthcare field for 20 years, I spoke in the healthcare related field. At big conventions, conferences like nursing associations, um, hospital associations, there was always a trade show, big trade show, and a couple of them I developed sponsoring relationships. And in fact, instead of my having my own little booth for my table. It was part of my contract as a speaker, I would um, uh, join their booth. I became the magnet for them. Why people were coming to see me and get books, uh, they were there and their reps could talk to them. It was a home run. And even you could take it even further. If there was something so synergistic for you that you could put it together, then here's what would happen that it could be that they could buy a boatload of your books 
and give them to people that came to their booth. And you were there just to be happily signing and chit-chatting with people. Um, and I did that with one of the Bristol Myers products where I was there, one of their spokespeople for three years uh, that I did a variety of things. So you, you just never know when that can come together and happen. But which would make a huge home run, don't you think? So that would be a plus. Now, one other thing that I wanted to bring up about, you know, any time of a, uh, whether it's a trade show or book signing, um, I want you to, you know, to certainly look spiffy. It's always important to dress one, at least one level above your attendees. If they're all showing up in jeans, don't you wear jeans. You're going to go at least one level above. But let me talk about your feet. This is where the killer comes in. And men are usually in better shape because they wear flat shoes anyway. But a lot of women wear heels. And I'm going to tell you, don't. Your feet are going to die. Um, if you are going to be in any event where you're going to have to be standing for a long time. And when I was at the recent trade show that I was at, I stood for nine hours it's tiring. It's really tiring. I've learned to wear, I know they're ugly, I know they're ugly, Crocs. I have several colors of Crocs. They match a lot of my outfits that I have. And my feet are able to take it. Now, you know, working so long in the healthcare field, a lot of the individuals in healthcare <laughs> wear Crocs. So, that's just something that I discovered that works for me, that works for me. Um, and it just makes a huge, huge difference in your comfort and, and, and actually survival, if that makes any sense. So think about that. Um, what are your feet or find a pair of shoes that looks comfortable? Everybody would understand that. Now, if you're doing a presentation... Um, you're going to have decent, you know, you're going to have spiffier looking shoes. But it doesn't mean you have to wear them all the time. And I often carried two pairs of shoes with me. So I could slip out and be more comfortable and survive. Because usually I was at events for multiple days. All right. So with that, we'll come back with our closing thoughts on how to survive, thrive, rock star it at any type of book signing you have. This is Judith Bryles, and you're listening to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these the book shepherding concept is simple the publishing world is changing and so must you you need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. 
You don't need problems, you want solutions. Dr. Judith Browse will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets. Give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so let's do a summing up on how you can become the rock star at your next book signing um, or trade show event. And I, I don't want you to shy away from them because that I, I, going back to what one of my authors said when she only walked in with 14 books and I went, what? Um, and she said, but I heard you say the average book signing is four to six books. And I said, that's right, but this is different. Trust me, this will be different. And of course... She was stunned, and and she was way short. You know, she we cut her time off because um, she was out of books. She could help. She could help volunteer in the booth and those kind of things. So, just as we put this together, um, uh, and reminders that there's a, a series of things that you can do to really set yourself apart. 
So as I mentioned, and I mentioned all these over the last uh, three quarters of an hour, that you want to bring a clipboard. And the clipboard will gather uh, emails and names, have people sign them. Make sure you have at the top of it that they are going to be added to your preferred emailing list. And please tell me that you are collecting emails um, for people and communicating with them. This is how you build your fan base, and you do that. You want your name and the email. If you're traveling at all, I always try to gather the state or the zip code. So we have that. All right, remember that you've got to learn to speak up and that when you're in any type of event that you have a uh, other noise, competitive noise, it could be, you know, the background noise, you've got to speak up and project a little bit um, so people can hear you. So that's important. So clipboard, always bring more than what you think, either whether you leave them in your car or you haul them in and you hide them discreetly. Bring more than what you think. And if it, here's another thing. If you're doing a local book signing or if you're doing a private event in somebody's environment, you know, food counts. It's huge, huge. Now, it's interesting. I was talking to at, at an event, and she had delightful um, books for kiddos. And she couldn't think of how to attract kids. And I'm looking at her books and she's got these, you know, the King author themes and there's Guinevere themes and you've got. And I said, why don't you why don't you bring a hat um, and like the damsel hat and have have little girls that were there come with their parents. Take a picture with it. Take it with your camera and send it to send it to moms that, that she can share it and then you can share it if, if you have permission don't do it without permission of kids but you can have those things you could create like a banner you can go quickly to any of these signage places and create you know different size like kids short banners and you could have drawings of some of these characters you have the dragons and things where kids could pop in their face take their pictures and give it to them I mean, there's so much fun that you could have to interact and you build your fan base. And that's what's so important. I remember what I said about um, having a, a good device to carry books. You don't need to be lugging in, carrying it manually um, That with, with boxes and boxes of books. Then we're going to hurt your back, you hurt your arms, you hurt your shoulders, you're going to be pooped. So get some kind of a device. I found that, especially in a trade show or something, there you might have uh, union-connected uh, rules that a suitcase, they somehow they don't have any problems with you lugging in things that are, you know, vertical wheels and wool in that way. And it'll let me tell you, it will save your day uh, by doing those. The other device I found that was really slick was the Tuto, T-U-T-T-O, that I could carry a lot of stuff and I could carry stuff on top of the frame of the stuff. So that was beneficial. And the, the other thing is in the recapping is always remember that whenever you sign a book, whether it's a book that someone has paid for, whether it's a book that you are donating and is a freebie to a cause or an event, um, it's marketing. Plain and simple, it's M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G, marketing. And you have to understand and really embrace and believe in that your book is a product. Publishing is a business. Your book is a product, or books, the product of your publishing company. 
they need support in marketing. Traditionally, authors don't think about it. They just don't think about it until after the book's done. And I really want to goose you to please, please get it on your agenda now. No matter where the stage are you are in your writing, you start doing marketing. Make sure that you ask for a uh, honest review on Amazon. And because you've collected their names, you're going to follow up, thank them again for having your book and for meeting them. And here's the link to go do it on Amazon and encourage them to copy and paste what they post on Amazon and also post it on the Goodreads page, right? So with that, then you, you kind of move into, I, I encourage you on the, on the last segment to walk. If you're in a trade show at all, walk it. Get to know who else is there. Are they a fit for you, for your product, for the theme of what you're writing about? Could they possibly become a supporter, a cheerleader, a sponsor? That could mean so many different things. It could mean buying books. It could mean um, giving you money. Love that. It could be a variety of things. It could be maybe underwriting you speaking at somebody's event who can't pay your fee. There's so much that you could do on that. All right, remember that what I mentioned about gimmicks. Colorful, colorful um, gadgets. Uh, one of my favorite uh, favorite authors, Carol Case, who has a wonderful, wonderful cookbook called Secrets from the Cornerstone Market. She sold her books, 10,000 copies, I want you to know, 10,000 copies over a three-year period at craft shows during summer months. She'd showed up with her boxes and boxes of book. Her cookbook would be up. A banner would be on it. And she put out a plate of food an appetizer from it. She just sold boatloads of books that way. And then the last thing I encourage you to do is make sure you pre-sign, come up with some kind of uh, trademark little line, very short, just a few words, and pre-sign. Use the same pin for every book. So if you, if, you know, purple's my color, I have a boatload of purple pins. <coughs> and I carry three or four with me because they run out. But they're pre-signed, and then I can add their name while I talk to them. It makes you a hero. Now, the last thing I want to tell you about was a, really an event. I have a client who has this huge event coming up um, this weekend. 500-plus people are attending, and the book's not done. <coughs> and we wanted to um, pitch it, so we did two things. We polished up a couple chapters. We had the designer, interior designer, lay them out. So it's going to look exactly how the book's going to lay out. Made sure it was edited, all those things. And the cover was done. And I wrote the back cover copy because I always do that for my clients. And with that, I took it to a printer, which is at right now, as, as you listen, if you're listening um, before February 25th. And it's at the printers. And we will have, we've had 1,000 made now. I already told you there's 550 people at this event. It's sold out. We also had NCR forms, which is that you could do these in double and triplicate in 8 by 11 side. Because people are not going to have tables and things like that. I mean, they're just going to make chairs, theater style. On every chair is first going to be the order form for the book. On top of the order form is going to be a high quality booklet, a sample, two chapters of her book. And the cover 
it's not, and it's not going to be, you know, I originally I went to FedEx. It was, it wasn't, this, this is not cheap. It's, it's costing us for making a thousand copies, about $800, but it's what in our marketing budget. But there's a reason why I'm going down this path with you. The cover is a heavy stock. It's like a cover. And then on the inside, it's like the book. Everyone will get this little booklet on top of the form. Now, what are they going to do when they sit down with 500 people? Are they all going to stand around and schmooze? No, they're going to get to their seat. This is an event they're coming to. They will sit down, have to pick them all up, and then they will read them. I project that at least 50% of that audience will pre-buy the book right then and there. Now, do they get a little benefit if they do? Yes, they do. They will get free shipping, so they will save $6 on shipping. It's a $25 hard case book. So basically, they're coming in and saving roughly 25% if you order today. The book will be ready before June. And that's going to be my final tip for you. Think ahead, marketing. What you can do is a little bit different. Get it out there. I always pre-sold my books. It was something I did all the time. So that when, by the time I went to print, and I printed anywhere from two to 3,000 at a crack, I had enough money to pay for my full printing run. That way you don't feel like you've, you know, <laughs> you've drained everything you have. All right, those are my tips for book signings, book success, book marketing, and trade shows. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. I'm Judith Browse, your book shepherd. Have a great writing week. of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles